0: This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Ephesians 3.14 Now the Bible says, For this cause I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now next verse is where I'm going of whom the old family in heaven and on earth is named. Paul said, for this cause I bow my nails. Then he said to the father, in whom the old family, there is one family. Some members of the family are living in heaven and some members of the family are living on earth. But it's just one family. Hallelujah. Now, thank you. God bless you. Amen. You can have your seat. God bless you. Thank you. Welcome to HOD. The whole family in heaven and on earth. One family. Remember, several in this church have read Philemon 1.6. The Bible says that, that the communication of your faith. Philemon 1, six. Philemon is just one chapter. Verse 6 says, That the communication of your faith might become effectual by the acknowledging of every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus. A Christian cannot be more effective than how conscious you are of what Christ has made available. A Christian cannot be more effective in the demonstration of your faith beyond your consciousness. Of what Christ has done. If you are so aware of what Christ has done so much, you will walk in so much liberty. If you are not, I said it for service, you will substitute what you should earn by yielding for what you should earn by discipline. And by strength shall no man prevail. Hallelujah. People look at the size and we stop for service in looking at what Moses said, or what Paul said about Moses. In Hebrews chapter twelve, and he said, "You are come to Mount Zion." Let's start from there again, and then we go. We come back to Ephesians. Let's start from verse, verse eighteen, where we start reading from. And this is a very for you are not come unto the mount that might. You are not come to the mount. You are not come unto the mount that might be touched, and that, burned with fire, not unto blackness and darkness and tempests. Hallelujah. He said that is not what you have come to. I end up first by saying that if believers had come to that, many people would have had faith in that. But you see, oh, are you, are you with me today? Praise the Lord. You have to understand the operations of the spirits. For instance, Jesus said, this will guide us to understand better what I'm about to say. Jesus said, when he resurrected and he came into the room, and philip touched him oh, sorry thomas the doctor and he said my lord and my god he was shocked that jesus resurrected others told him he refused to believe until he touched jesus then he put his hand in the hole and he said my lord and my god jesus gave him a warning that people should pay attention to i've been talking about the kingdom of god and you have to understand how our kingdom functions What I'm about to say today is just to establish the fact that invisible things are more powerful than visible things in the kingdom. You can dissolve what you see by what you don't see. You can dissolve cancer by what you don't see. Every saint... We'll, we'll, we'll go back to some things I said for side, but if I don't get to all of them, please get the message. You have to understand the kingdom you have been brought into. If you don't, you function another way, and the rights and the benefits of the kingdom cannot in any way benefit you. And this is happening to many Christians. The Bible says that the communication of your faith becomes effectual. When you are conscious of good things in you, When you are conscious of good things, you know when you are conscious of how many enemies you have and pray against them. When you are conscious of good things in you, in Christ. So Jesus said to uh, Thomas, he said, you believe because you see me. He said, blessed are those who have not seen, yet they believe. Hi. Did you get that? Praise the Lord. Are you you with me? Did you get that? Jesus said to Thomas, you touch me. So you believe that I'm alive. He said, but some people will not see me. And those people are sitting here now. He said, blessed are those who have not seen, but they have believed. Because, let's put it this way. God is more real when it's invisible than when it's visible. Can I hear amen? When I was coming to say this, man, it will be difficult for many. You know... um, I've sat in places where people are doing deliverance and I was in the church, even as a copper. And everybody prayed, about this one, the spirit. I just sat started looking at all of them. Because truth makes you free. And I know that it will be difficult getting it across to, but to Africans by nature. You see, we, we value what we see. Unfortunately for Africans, the kingdom does not work that way. So Moses began to draw that analogy here. He said, you have not come to the mountain that can be touched. He said that mountain was burning. And he described, he said it was so scary a sight that Moses said that I tremble. He was talking about the Sinai experience. In Exodus 19 and 20, God came down Mount Sinai in form of fire. And God said even if an animal should touch the mountain, kill the animal. And they started hearing the voice. They woke up in the morning and they were hearing loud trumpets. And it kept going louder. The people started begging Moses that you go and hear from God. Don't let God talk to us. This is too much. Now, Apostle began to say, he said, that experience, it will tantalize and impress mortal men. He said, but what Christ has done in you is superior to that experience. Hallelujah. Can somebody grab this? That's what the Bible is saying. He said, you have not come to that mountain. He said, you know, on top of Sinai, no, let, let go, back, go back to that Hebrews, Hebrews uh, that Hebrews 12. Go to verse 20. A described, he said, they could not endure that which was commanded. If so much as a beast touched the mountain, it shall be stoned or thrust through. That means arrow. Next verse. And so terrible was the sight that Moses said, even Moses was afraid when he saw it. But well, see, that's the God that many people want. Next verse. Now, he's saying that, but. He said, you have not come to that mountain. He said, but you have come to Mount Zion. Number one. I am not coming to Mount Zion. I have come. Can you say to yourself, I'm in Zion now. now. (laughs) Um, Unto the city of the living God. So God has a city. And some of us live in that city. Can I hear amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh dear Lord Jesus. (laughs) City of the living God. The heavenly Jerusalem. Jerusalem. To the innumerable company of angels. To the innumerable company of angels. Next verse. Verse 23. To the general assembly of the church of the firstborn, which are written in heaven, and to God the judge of all, and to the spirit of just just men made perfect. I explained that one first. I don't want to go into that. Just men. Now, but where I really... Remember where we started from. Ephesians 3. The Bible said that for this cause, one family in heaven and on earth. Now, let's say Ephesians 2.19. And it's supposed to be a short message. Oh, dear Lord Jesus, I am praying in my heart that everybody will get this. It will stop two things. You will not beg God for things. You will speak with authority you will so much love God, knowing that you are accepted of Him. Hallelujah. This is the only way not to be afraid when you think about rapture. This is the only way not to be afraid when you think about heaven. Because it's your place, and it's already available right now. Hallelujah. Now, therefore, you are no more strangers. I spoke about this last week, and I am said, you are no more strangers. When you read the Word of God, what does it do to you? When you read Scripture, what does it do to you? When you see the truth of God's Word, what does it communicate? Now, the Bible is saying, you are no more a stranger and foreigners. You are not strangers, foreigners, but fellow citizens. If your Bible is yours, underline that we're fellow citizens. When they say people are fellow citizens, that means there are other citizens and you're one of them. That means the same benefits across to all of you. Is that right? One citizen does not have more right than another citizen. I am showing you why some people will sit down and just know that the house rent will come before even It will come. Why some people will pray, pray it will come and they'll be wondering that God partial. Men and brethren, I normally I don't like teaching 74 seconds but this is a very crucial if need be I'll go over it next week again until the mentality comes on everybody and you understand who God has made you and how he wants you to function that mentality has to come because it changes everything about you yesterday Moses was told that he was an Egyptian and a prince in the palace I don't know who smuggled information to him that said, you are not an Egyptian, no. Hebrew man gave back to you. When he knew, the following day, he saw Egypt, Egyptian and Israelite fighting and he killed the Egyptian. Attitude changed immediately. Not because of discipline, because of truth. Information. Are you with me? The same guy that was riding horses as the prince of Egypt yesterday, today started killing Egyptians because he knew something. I saw in the, uh, 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 on, on reality TV when the girl, by the time she was 23, that was when she was told that her parents were not really her parents. What God sees to know is that, does the truth change you when it comes to you? Does it do something to you? So the Bible says, you are no more a stranger. So number one, I'm supposed to be conscious of the fact that as far as God is concerned, I'm not strange to God and God is not strange to me. A Christian should not be saying that God works in a mysterious. We don't know what God is doing. You know. the Bible says He made His way known to Moses. Is that right? Are you with me? So a stranger—that means <laughs> I'm praying. You and God is in this city room. Let's just assume. When you show up and you say, "Father," the Bible says you are not a stranger. This is why a Christian should not ask someone else to pray for you. People can intercede and pray with you and pray. But to say that, to think that when others talk to God on your behalf, God will hear more than when you talk to God is an error. The Bible says you are not a stranger. This is how people get into, get into the hands of false prophets and blame the church for it. Somebody to hear God for them. Somebody to pray for them. And Jesus is asking the Father in the heaven, didn't we just say, we just open the door that he's not a stranger, it's not a foreigner, yet he cannot talk to us directly. I would think something is fundamentally wrong when my son is asking somebody else to come and help him talk to me. It makes you crazy as a parent that the boy is so afraid of you that he's telling somebody, maybe your neighbor, help me tell daddy to give me candy. I mean, you are failed as a parent. That's what's happening. And so when people say somebody, you know, I, I don't know if I pray, God will hear. The Bible says you are no more a stranger. And the Bible, has, the next word says you are a fellow citizen. Who are the other fellows? Paul, Peter. Anybody you can think about. Hallelujah. Isn't this interesting? Hallelujah. So if Paul said, you that spirit come out and he came out. Paul did not do it because of his strength. Paul did it because it belonged to a kingdom where that reality is always true there. I have been initiated into the same kingdom by birth through the blood of Jesus. That means as a fellow citizen, I have the same right because all citizens of the same nation have the same rights because it's one concern that covers all of them all. Are you with me? So you begin to understand that Don't don't seek to be like somebody who appears that his prayers have been answered. Why don't you check the word yourself that that opportunity is available to you also? Fellow citizen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So when I wake up and I'm walking around my room and singing, everyone hears and they know who is singing. You know the interesting thing? That means Peter actually knows your name. He knows you. The Bible says it's one family. The fact that your family member lives in Abuja does not mean that they've forgotten you. Are you getting what I'm saying? It's like that in the physical. Many of you, your family members are in different places. Some are abroad, but it doesn't change the fact that you are one family. That's what Paul said. I said for this course, that must have been the revelation that empowered Paul so much that there is just one family. He must have thought about Elijah calling down fire and he was not even in the kingdom. He was permitted to walk in some of the realm of it in Old Testament. So Paul must have told that fellow citizen, he said one family in heaven and on earth. Abraham is part of the family. One family. One family. One family. Hallelujah. Daniel was in Babylon. And he interpreted someone that the king bowed to him. Any Christian that is conscious of the fact that one family, administratively, you can never fail in your office again. Because it's one family. Then you don't idolize Daniel. You praise Jesus because he has brought you into the same kingdom. Hallelujah. Amen. There are many people listening to me. Exactly what happened? you are going to, by the power of God, you will interpret things for this generation. Amen. Oh, you missed a good place to say amen. They some come to church to keep quiet? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Why are we sharing this? is because there will be great manifestations in your life. And your prayers will be answered like never before. You will pray and you will have an assurance that that which you have prayed about is already answered. I just want to see that people go home with this mentality. So Apostle Paul said, you have not come to the mountain, touching, smoking. If that happens, it will help the faith of some Christians. It's just that God does not operate that way. When people see thunder fire, uh that's what we are talking about. Somebody comes in. You know, (laughs) I don't mean to to say anything. Some Christians are moved. Jesus said the Greek are looking for wisdom. This one are looking for signs. He said, but we present Christ. I have been in an assembly for because somebody is calling people's name and phone number. It it shows the level you are operating. One day, a prophet came to Benin's church. You know, if you have traveled abroad very well, you know Walmart. The wife of the vice president of Walmart was there. And the prophet said how much was in her account, openly. And the woman walked up to Benin after service and said that the spirit of God does not pray that way. The Holy Spirit does not expose you and talk about your accounts. That's another spirit. Benin went to pray and the Lord told her that the guy you brought to preach in your church is a demonic prophet. I don't review people's accounts openly. I don't embarrass them. The Spirit of God does not embarrass people. And am in a severe relationship with the guy. But you see, guys in the church were impressed when they said that you have $2.7 million, $750, $200, all those things. It impressed them. Paul said that a mountain that can be touched. We have not come to a mountain that can be touched. He said we have come to Zion. Then I gift of the spirit. I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying that when your attention is on the physical things, you will miss out on the most important thing. Praise the Lord. I will read the last place, Revelation chapter one. Let's start from verse five. There's something very important there. Revelation one five. If you are conscious of these things, it will affect everything about your life. It will affect everything about your life. I have done this with some people close to me before. I'll be like, let's go out and invite people to come to church. And I'll be like, seven out of ten people I speak to will come to church. And I thought I would tell them that, you know, some people want to abuse Jesus' church and talk like that. Except I'm not under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. Usually when I am, you just finish them in no time. The Lord won't ask you to argue with anybody. Somebody was arguing one day and the Holy Spirit opened my eyes to see into her life and I said but this is going on in your life just kept quiet. The woman was doing that with Jesus in John chapter 4 also. He said the Jews worship there. The, the, he said salvation is of the Jew. Jesus said, Woman, you've had five husbands, and the one you are with now is not your husband. End of discussion. The spirit of God. Now, when you hear dimensions like that. Our carnal man will tell us that when you pray more, God will start using you like that. When you pray more, no. When you yield, God will use you like that. As he's using you, you will pray more. Have you seen this before? Walk in the Spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. You know what people do? They try not to fulfill the lust of the flesh so that they can walk in the Spirit. And it just doesn't work. Did you get what I've just said now? If you go to the hospital in the name of Jesus and pray for the sick and it gets well, your faith will rise. If you are waiting for your faith to rise before you pray for the sick, it will not happen. Did you just get what I've just said now? It, pays, it pleases the Lord when you receive his word and just act on it. It displeases the Lord when you receive his word and you think there is something you need to do more before the word. God, Jesus has done everything. He only wants you to believe. Did you get that hallelujah the bible says and from jesus who is the faithful witness the first begotten of the dead and the prince of the kings of the earth unto him that loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood oh hallelujah next verse and he had made all kings and priests unto our god to him be the glory Revelation 5.10 says that we shall reign on that. He has made all kings and priests and we shall reign on that. Unto him who has washed us. I want to stop here. Last Sunday, 7 p.m., I shared on sex, scandals, and saints. I've never received messages like I have. I told in the morning, I just checked my Facebook page this morning, and I saw that it's been watched by 74,000 people. And almost all believers. And they come why do people go into perversion and all those things? It's not by determination. It's because they don't know that they have been washed. When you are conscious that you have just had your bath, you walk away from staying naturally. There are things to carry you out. There are things to sweep. There are things to wash. You will not do that when you have had your bath and you are dressed up. Is that right? Yes, when you are conscious of the fact that I have been washed, Bible says unto him that has washed us then you will not allow anything to come around you. Not out of effort, but by understanding. You know, majority of the mails I receive even came from pastors. I've counseled people before who have told me how they've been molested by pastor, ladies and all those things. Why do we have all these things going on? Why is this like a cancer in the body of Christ that spreads? If we say we are overcome as we can, overcome loss, what have we overcome? I get what I'm saying. And it's because of simple reason like this. People try to do by efforts what they're supposed to receive and work in it. So John said unto him who has washed us, not who is going to wash us, in our sins. That means our sins have been taken off. And he has made us priests and kings and priests. So I'm a king and I'm a priest. There is a way a king must not talk. And there are things a king must not do. And the Bible is saying that let this mind be in you that you are a king. Hallelujah. And everything about your Christianity changes. When you are conscious, when you are conscious that you are a king and you are a priest. That you are a king and you are a priest. You know, I stay in hotels a lot because I go around preaching a lot and they invite me to one city, but Lagos, I that, this one, that one. And you see all the perversions going on. What makes you look at pornography stuff on Facebook and just close it down? This is not who I am. This is not who I am. It's as simple as that. This is not me. This does not entertain me. This has nothing to do with me. Because I'm from a kingdom where we have superior understanding. So I can't fall for this. Somebody offers a bribe. They are sharing money in the office and they ask you to share. See, consciousness. A king, do you know that natural king don't even run? Hope you know. You can't hurry up a king. I've spoken with some people who live in the palace. You cannot hurry up a king. When he, shows, when he arrives, that's when he arrives. You are, a king does not hasten his step. There is a way a king must walk. Watch with Elizabeth, and that's the way they must walk. You are the one who must wait. Are you with me? Praise the Lord. Abraham had this understanding. When the king of Sodom said to Abraham that, take the goods and give me the people, he said, I've lifted up my hands. He said, I don't want you to say that you made Abraham rich. Abraham became exceedingly rich after that. You know what? He was conscious of the fact that even if I have 10,000 in my account, I am rich. I am from a kingdom where there is endless supply. And I will not let what I see change my perspective. I don't go by what I see. I go by the kingdom, I have understanding that this is our kingdom. To a natural man, five laws and two fish feeding people, it looks like something huge. In our kingdom, brother, it is available. The Bible says it's a reality in our kingdom that we can multiply. So somebody listening to me, because this is our kingdom, you have 200k and the project is 80 million. In our kingdom, the reality is that that 200,000 is sufficient. Can I hear? Amen. Amen. This is the reason. When we had big treats, that was the reason why they told us 6 million per annum and that we should pay two years. We were praying that Lord, increase the money. He said, I don't need to increase the money. What you have is sufficient. Two years, that's 12 million. Agency and everything was about 15 million. And all we had was 3 million or so. And I heard in my speech, that is enough. So tell a Chinese woman that you know what? I said, $6, on, six million per year is 500000 per month. We will pay on a monthly basis. The agent laughed. He said, you must be crazy. I said, yes. Because we are crazy to the world. He said, the woman will not even accept one year. You're asking for months. And I told the guy, I said, can you just do me a favor? I just need you to do just one thing. You're an agent. Your 10% is hundred thousand. We will give you your 10% if you do something for us. Just get to the woman and say that somebody said they will pay on a monthly basis. Faith comes by hearing. It's a reality of our kingdom. What our money cannot do. What? Can I hear amen? The problem is that the contact between you and the person who will take the idea. is always the problem. Middle men will block you. The CEO is there, the letter ends on the PS table. I don't understand what I'm saying. Many of the landlords are very merciful, but because of the 10% of the agent, you won't see the landlords you pay. Is that the reality you see here? It's very common. That's the truth. I say, we are, I live. most of the landlords are rich, they are very merciful. Once you are married with your wife, they tend to respect married couple They are interested in responsible taking their house. They are not so interested in the money. My house, if I don't pay for months, they don't ask me. I am always, I've been there for five years, I'm always the one every year calling the lawyer that, sorry, your money is due. Which account should I pay to? But I know some of you, your landlord, <laughs> three weeks to deadline, is using style to pass. In other words, telling the boy, <laughs> remember. That's how poor people do when they build the house. They stay with it. Are you getting what I'm saying? Contact. When I drive around my estate and I see the number of houses that are empty, that have been empty, I was living in one part of the estate before, so I've stayed in that estate for nine years. I know a lot of houses in nine years. Nobody has occupied them. The owners is abroad; they've abandoned the house, and I know many people looking for house. Where will their path cross? My elder brother wanted to get a car, and he began to do the same thing, 700,000. And it was Ben's in law by no standard. The Benz he wanted was 3.5 million. He just said one day, a mechanic was fixing his car, and he said, I love to buy it, and the mechanic said, "Benz, ah. He said, I don't know why this life is not equal, that there's a rich man who comes to Nigeria once in a year. He said, and anytime he comes, he calls me, because all the batteries would have packed up in all the car he packed at home. And he said, one of those cars that type of Ben's. He says, so every year when he comes, I just help him to fix new battery. And he said he will call me the following year again because he doesn't drive them. He comes around for two, three weeks. He drives them with a the new battery. He travels again. By the time somebody the following year, the batteries are gone again. Nobody, because nobody was living in the house, only him. And he was always living abroad. And my brother said that. Tell him I want to buy the best. And he told the man, he only asked one question, how much do you have? And my brother said 730 man like said this car is 3.5 million. He said, he said, my mechanic must have told, that I don't even drive. I bought it, I put it there. So it's as good as new. But after a day, he called back. He said, I just said to myself that why am I negotiating price? Number one, I don't need the money. Number two, the car is among the four, among four others. What is he doing there? Come and carry it. Pay to so, so I can. He carried the car before he even paid. Everything you need is with somebody. The reality of the kingdom. Can I even take it a step further? The lady you marry, the guy, the guy you marry. Some are blessed that somehow they meet the person. Some, they just don't meet the person. When it's in wedding A, you are in wedding B. When it's out in the morning, you are in, inside. When you come out in the night, it's inside. But the steps of a good man is someone blessed today our kingdom is a kingdom be conscious anything that is in your hand is plus God because you are from heavenly Jerusalem please I'm handing a let this consciousness be in you how do you go to office tomorrow what goes through your mind as you come out of the car to enter your office a person struggling for salary, or somebody on an assignment there, innumerable company of angels following you in. God wants you to be aware of that. Why do people get scared when they are in a dark place alone? Why do some people sleep with the lights on? Because they are afraid that demons will appear if they switch off the lights. If you are aware of the innumerable company of angels, you might not see them, you don't need to. Just sleep with joy. I've seen a few visions in my life. And I told people that what, 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 what uh, gets me is the fact that the greatest things that have happened in my life, God didn't say no vision, no nothing. Just a small whisper. A gentle voice of faith. Consciousness of the fact that God is with me. That's why we are here as a church. Somebody had paid for seven years ahead of us here. The money was returned and we were brought in. And the owner is not a Christian owner. How do those things happen? That's what I'm trying to tell you. If you are not trained to think like this, you will not do big things for God. Your result will be so small and so poor in life. Then you will think that maybe if I fast and pray more, fast and pray more, fast and pray more, God will hear. Fasting is important. We fast here. We are even fasting now, 30 days, morning to evening, every day. But just understand that what you are supposed to be conscious of, you cannot hear any through fasting consciousness. That is what I've been led to share with us today. Consciousness. Do you know it's possible that as you walk into your car, you forget some of these things. You start thinking like, like a guy that is 25, just you alone. And the Bible said that, no, let this man be in you. As you step out of this place, how do you think? Kefrodola sat in the hospital and they told him that he had cancer. The doctor was shocked at his reaction. He just said, no problem. I'm fine. He left. It took him almost six six months or so. The cancer disappeared completely. Posterior cancer completely. Kenneth Copeland was talking about. He say, "Careful, won't even mention. He will say that thing. They said I had that thing, that thing." Doctor was sure that you heard this kind of news and you are. There's nothing going on going, going, going to a doctor. But when they tell you their diagnosis, what do you feel? Ah, mobile. <laughs> Hallelujah. Bad news won't stop coming. But there are those whose hearts are fixed. They are trusting God. They are not afraid. Pastor Deboy was in a plane. Many of you have heard him say this story before. Many years ago, it was not even this popular then. In the old days, the pilots announced that the plane was going to crash. He just announced there is a language they will use about this was not turbulent, but this is danger. I told them that they said, and everybody started panicking. He said before then, there was a man, he had a golden rod. The diamond was on top of the rod. And he was doing a fizzy with it. Every time, all through the journey, he was walking up and down the plane with the rod. But when the announcer came, his rod dropped, dropped, fell off from his hand. He was shout All of them, everybody was crying. Oh, God. And then he said, people calling Jesus out of fear. Jesus, Jesus, oh, oh, out of fear. That's religion. Parable just sat where he was. And he said, dear Lord Jesus. You are sending me on the mission. You didn't say we'll crash. And the Lord says, son, the storm was coming actually because of you in the plane, but I have diverted it. He turned to the man beside him. They just served them food. He finished eating it. So He said, can I have your food? The man gave him like this. So the man asked him a question. Do you, the man, when he said, can I have your food? The man said, sorry, do you understand English? I said, do you hear what the pilot said? But the boy said, I didn't, I just speak English to you now. So the man just passed the plates. Take When he finished eating, just as he finished eating, the pilots announced that they just informed now that they were not going to crash again. And But the food is gone. (laughs) Hallelujah. There was one he shared also that he said, he was telling us that uh, himself and his uncle were at home and they were hungry. It's beautiful when you are conscious of this. They were hungry. They are nothing. And they were just looking up to God. And a a young girl came and she brought a cooler of food. I said, my, my sister said I should give you. So the uncle said, So who, who is your sister? She mentioned the name. said, We don't know your sister. I said, Well, I don't care that you know, but she said I should give you that. She gave me this description. So he said, Okay, well, thank your sister, whoever she is, when time comes to come and thank her. And she left. And they descended on the food. Just as they finished, she came back and said that it was a wrong house. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hallelujah <laughs> i was courting with a friend in antony it was christmas day when the church was starting i didn't want to i didn't want to go home you know so i was here and i said i wasn't going to collect money from anybody at all. my father was one time local local chairman and they are fairly okay and everything i just said no i'm, I'm not going home i'm not going to i was not married i was single so i was so my friends i was caught with they all went to their parents as i was the only one i had nothing not even money to buy pure water I just lay down on the couch, couch there, yeah, just watching TV. I was conscious of the fact that I worship, I had a good time with the Lord. I wasn't even praying for. I just knew that He knows that I am here. Consciousness. And about four PM, the landlady's daughter just knocked her at her door. He said, "My mom just said that she noticed that you were the only one in the house. I didn't come out. I didn't. I don't know how they." And she brought food and drinks. I said, "Take." I know you will first pretend I don't want I'm fine Uh, you know we are fine we have enough (laughs) she said anyway mommy said I should drop it and she dropped it as she left I'm sure before she got to the last floor I was staying but you see it brought tears it was something small but I was just like so God knows lift up your hands on your seats do you know your father knows what you need he knows. Are you at a particular age and you want to get married? The father knows. He knows. He never created anybody carelessly. He knows. But there must be, the theme of today's consciousness of the reality of our kingdom. You must be conscious of it. You are in another kingdom. You are not just day two. You are not just from your parents. You are not just the thirdborn. Of your, you belong to another family. That spans from heaven to earth. A family. Major part invisible. But they know you. You are not a stranger. You are not a foreigner. They all know your name. They are called cloud of witnesses. Spirit of judgment made perfect. They know you. They are aware well what they know you. You are one of them. You are not a stranger. A fellow citizen. A fellow citizen. A fellow citizen. Blessed be the name of the Lord. We give you praise, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name, shout a loud hallelujah. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, it is beyond a religion, it is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now if you, are, if you want to give your heart to Christ. Just see after me say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior and from today I belong to you. If you have said those words, we'll be late. You are born again. You are part of God's family right now. You can go out and rejoice about it. God bless you.